Hey, reality programmers, are you ready to disrupt the programming? Hey, Denny Van here. Today, I want to talk about how to program your rich and meaningful life. But first, I have a question for you. So let me ask you, have you ever set a goal for something? For example, I'm going to start exercising on January 1st and I'm going to do these things and I'm going to get in the best shape of my life and you're all pumped and ready to go. And then January 1st comes around and it's really hard to get up. And then January 2nd comes around and you sleep in a little longer and January 3rd comes around and you don't even get out of bed. So what happened? What happened inside that caused you to really, it's, it's, it's a type of self-deception. So if you're guilty of this, <laughs> me, 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 listen up. So I want to talk about how values and specifically eight values and how these values help automatically reprogram you so that when you do set up these goals, you see the behaviors coming up, you know how to integrate them, reprogram them, and you're aware. So let's, let's talk about this. So in order to reprogram this kind of behavior that comes up in all of us, we have to begin to incorporate these eight personal values. So these are values that you program within yourself so that when you do make these goals, these choices, these conscious changes that you want to make to your behavior, your programming, these eight values are going to help you do this with ease. So number one, and I talk about this in all of my videos, about your most precious gift. What is your most precious gift? Your focus, awareness, and attention. So it's what you're putting it on, not your person, not who you think you are, but what you're putting your focus, awareness, and attention on. So marketing tells us, and if you studied marketing, you'll know this, within marketing, you have to get your potential customers attention within six seconds, six seconds. Some are now saying in the last year or so, three seconds, that we have three seconds to get a customer's attention. And this really shows how spread thin our focus, awareness, and attention is. So once you begin to value, number one, what you're putting your focus, awareness, and attention on and realizing how this is your most precious gift and start to become selfish with what you're putting it on. Because if you set up your goals and yet all of these other things are taking your focus, awareness, and attention, you are truly sinning against yourself from my own experience because you know I grew up Christian and we know the word sin has been 
misused. And I do talk about this in another episode. But when you're on a target and you have a direction you want to go in, and then your focus, awareness, and attention is spent. It's spent. You can't get it back. It's spent on something else. And then you try and come back. You create all kinds of issues within the circuitry of your nervous system. So when you begin to program your rich and meaningful life, this number one value is so important to begin to become aware of and cultivate. So the more you become aware of, oh, wow, I just went off on Twitter, you know, and or went off on whatever, you can't get those minutes back, forgive yourself, come back and regather your focus, awareness, and attention because it takes time to refocus once you've gone off. So focus, awareness, and attention, and this is what expands your reality. So guard your focus, awareness, and attention like gold or something so precious to you. You wanna guard this and get uber selfish with what you're putting your focus, awareness, and attention on. So number two value for programming your rich and meaningful life is value your purpose in life. And so many of us, we don't have purpose. We might think our purpose is a job or our purpose is something else outside ourselves. But when you gain clarity of what your purpose is here for, then you begin to uncover naturally. This opening occurs. So what do you want to accomplish with your precious few thousand weeks on this earth? Because this meat suit that's here only temporarily and really it doesn't belong to me it belongs to the earth right so this meat suit is here on borrowed time so what does this inner energy being not the human but the being this larger unseen part of you what is its desires what do you want to accomplish while on this earth why are you here why are you here? And many of us, the reason is given to us because you're Christian, because you're Muslim, because you're Jewish, because you're this, because you're that. doesn't matter what the because is. It's something that's been given to you. Many of us don't have the opportunity to uncover naturally what your purpose is. So begin to explore this and um, set some goals and they don't have to be big goals. Some of the things I did in the beginning is I really wanted to connect with the reticular activating system and learn how to program it. So I did some really simple exercises or practices and I would ask my reticular activating system, Hey, I would love to see more dragonflies today. And then let it go, go about my day. And sure enough, it wouldn't matter if it's winter in Chicago or summer right now. Dragonflies would come in my experience in so many different ways. It was mind boggling. 
So when you uncover and begin to use your tools for reprogramming what's been given to us, what we think our purpose is, how to process that, integrate that, let it go, and then begin to uncover what your purpose is. So number three is value your time. Because remember, time is a four, fourth dimensional thing. So time is something that we create so that we can exchange information, experiences within this space and time. So space and time is constantly moving. It's never staying the same. However, there's a part of you that is timeless. So if we can move from the perspective of the timeless and watch how quickly time, like a movie screen, you know, film projector, just whoop, right in front of you and notice how this separation creates of a natural value while you're looking at time going by so quickly and realizing this meat suit is on limited time. It's on borrowed time. This creates some space and it creates the subjective being in the body, being in time and space to objective, observing how being in this time and space and what direction I can then point my inner compass. And this requires personal programming. So the next one is number four, value taking care of yourself. So that could mean a lot of things to various people. But to me, when I first learned I had cancer, I had to value taking care of myself. And to me, that meant saying no to all of the things that took me off my path took me off my focus, awareness, and attention of what my purpose was. And my purpose was healing and living life. Even though I was told I had limited time over 20 years ago, I was told I had two years. So I began to reprogram those beliefs within me. And taking care of myself was key. And I had to find ways to take care of myself. And so whether you're taking care of this physical body, your emotional body, learning what emotions are, energy in motion, you are not your emotions. They run through the nervous system as a way of communicating with you about what's happening in your environment. And your spiritual needs as well, taking care of your spiritual needs. And that could be as simple as sitting quietly, doing nothing for 10 minutes. Or it can be as complicated as repeating a mantra, noticing when your mind come, goes off, coming back to the mantra and repeating it. Whatever that practice is, create that practice on a regular schedule because the body loves routine. So creating these routines from simple routines of what you do when you wake up, turn off your alarm, get up, make your bed, and then you have this list of things that you automatically go through to take care of this physical body. And then your emotions, 
doing things to help balance your emotions. And for some, that might be a punching bag. For others, it might be going for a hike in nature. For others, it might be walking the dog. For others, it might be cleaning the house. So you have to discover and uncover what works for you. Next, value self-approval. So this is really, really important because we have a tendency, especially people pleasers, <laughs> people pleasers have a tendency to need validation and approval from others. So once you do some self-approval, like it's okay for me to be here. Okay, I approve of myself being here. That's it, done. You don't ask anybody else. You don't need anyone else's, but we're trained as people pleasers. We're trained to do this. We're programmed to do this. So when you value your self-approval, you're disrupting the program that's already within you. So you bring awareness to, oh my goodness, I'm now people pleasing mode and I'm asking for external approval or confirmation. Number one, you become aware, this is key, because with awareness comes change. So now I'm aware of seeking outside approval, what do I need to do? Approve of myself being here right now. Done, self-approval. You do not need anything outside yourself. And go inside to decide and take the next steps. So we need to go inside, decide, all right, what is the next step? And then take that next step. We have a tendency to procrastinate, that natural tendency to take that next step in action, to see what everybody else is doing, comparing ourselves. Uh, and this leads to self-sabotage. So then you become indecisive and nothing gets done. So who can relate to that? So when you value this self-approval, making the decision, moving forward, not comparing yourself, not going through all of that, making it an internal decision, you begin to disrupt the programming. Number six, value your relationships. And so you know that your number one relationship that you must cultivate is the relationship you have with yourself. And so we teach that there are three parts of you that can work together. That is your focus, awareness, and attention. What's happening in the unconscious our external world, what we're seeing in the 3D world, is gonna bring up a lot of stuff in the unconscious. And we can see a lot of generational, deep-rooted, generational stuff coming up that is kind of guiding us in the direction of war. So when we recognize that our relationship to ourself and recognizing what is coming up and then integrating that using the subconscious, which sees both what you're focused in on and what is waking up and guiding it through an integration process. This is the relationship we have with ourselves. And then cut off those relationships that are one-sided and hurtful. Just say no, no, no thank you, no thank you. And cut off those relationships, get off social media, really hone in on who you are letting into your inner circle, your inner circle relationships, your partner, those closest to you. And family means something different for everyone. 
but it's important to define that family, the inner circle, so that you create and cultivate these relationships. So you can't just have a relationship that's one-sided. You know, you're the only one, you know, sending out communication signals, you know, and yet you're ghosted and you don't hear anything back. Cut off those relationships. They don't want the relationship. And then you have start having negative thoughts like, what did I do wrong? You know, they must hate me. They must be mad at me. You know, none of that stuff. None of that stuff. This stuff is starting to be reprogrammed. So your relationships, you want to nurture those relationships just like you would a garden. You know, you go out there every day, you look, you make sure the weeds are pulled, the um, soil is rich and has nutrients and the environment is really perfect for growing whatever it is you want to grow in that garden. We can look at our relationship within the same light. How are we cultivating our relationships so that they grow? And it's not easy to just cut someone off. I know this because the next thing we need to be very clear of with cutting off or making boundaries. Boundaries are going to be so important when you begin to value your relationships. So number seven, value investing in yourself. So um, not looking for the freebie, not looking for the quick date, not looking for the quick fix, not looking for the instant gratification. Okay, letting go of those, but in really investing in yourself. All right, my goal is to be, go on this path. What do I need to get here? And these are the steps I have to take. So now I have to put my focus, awareness, and attention and time on taking steps toward that goal. And many times we might get, be stumbling instead of taking steps. And so when we notice we're stumbling, the right teacher will come into our experience. And so this is an opportunity to invest in yourself, investing time on personal and your professional development. So when we invest in the material things, you know, having the car, having the house, having all of the material things, but we're not investing in ourself, this is an imbalance of using our resources. So it's really important for your own development and growth to first invest in yourself. And then be, this leads to becoming the best version of yourself. So number eight, value your needs and desires. So I work with many people, they have a tendency to suppress, oh, I'm not worthy of that. I'll just settle for this. So this person doesn't even know what their needs and desires are. And we have a wonderful exercise that will really uncover your needs and desires because nobody can tell you what those are. So don't settle for anything less. And how do you know what anything less is unless you have a bar? And only you can draw the bar. And it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's uh, a job where you need to make a certain amount of money and yet you're offered a job that is below that bar. Do I settle and take the job or do I stick with my gun? No, this does not come to the bar of what I need. 
So, and be okay with making that decision. Remember, value self-approval. And setting a habit or learned behavior. So this becomes reprogramming, this setting a habit, because we may have learned behavior already in our system, in our nervous system, where our nervous system automatically responds in a certain way. So what we need to do is reprogram those behaviors. This is where it takes some work. But when you set up these eight values, you automatically begin to reprogram, number one, what's coming to you in your reality and the choices that you have to make. And then the next step or the next action you need to take becomes crystal clear, especially when your focus, awareness, and attention is honed in on what it is you're here to do. So begin to apply these eight values so that you can begin to reprogram your rich and meaningful life. So with that said, I want to hear from you. Let me know in the comments how you are reprogramming or programming your reality. And I want to know what you loved. And I want to know what you would love more of. And in the meantime, keep being amazing.